Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey, great morning, mortgage and real estate world. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Coffee with Todd. It is nine o'clock on the West Coast, 12 o'clock on the East. Good to be with you as it always is on these Coffee with Todd sessions. We have a delightful show for you today. Um, We're going to welcome Ashley Fletcher from CMG Financial. Ashley uh, has a beautiful story to tell. And of course, as always, our divisional president of High Trust Coaching, Hope Borman, is with us. And the neat thing is Hope is Ashley's coach. So it's kind of fun to uh, get off on this today. And uh, we've got 35 minutes of really fun stuff that I think uh, you're going to be able to to pick up from this, as is always the case. If you have any live comments for Ashley as we go through this or any curiosity about things that we can do at High Trust to help you win in the market, go ahead and post that over in the live comments section. We tend to pull those into the conversations as well. A couple of highlights real quick. Ashley's doubled her business in the last 18 months. There was a event that occurred that caused her to really see and think about the possibility of doing business uniquely and differently. And what makes the story even more powerful, I believe, is that three years ago, right before she actually kind of made the shift, and actually the shift probably took 12 months after three years ago, she was ready to quit, right? Ashley, you're ready to leave the business. Mm-hmm. Is that what I heard you say? Yep. So 36 months ago, you were out. I checked out. I mentally checked out of this industry. It was just putting loans together. That's all I was doing. So the joy had gone. The passion had gone. You you were you just weren't having fun anymore doing loans, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the changes because I know that uh, I know that you had a, a personal best uh, record month last month. I believe, right? You had uh, just mm-hmm. one loan shy of twenty fundings for the month. That's epic. Um, I also know that you have um, only done through June, three refinances. Mm-hmm. You have completely focused on the purchase business. So walk us through, um, just walk us through, what, what was the moment uh, that you, you decided to change and how did it change? And then uh, talk about just the catalytic shift in how you, how you geared the business up. Because it looks like if you stay on this pace this year, you're going to be doubled what you were, you know, year and a half ago and, and, 10 or 11 mil ahead of what you did last year. Yeah. Um, so tell, I'm, us your, I'm, tell us your story. Um, so I've been in this in, in, in the mortgage industry, wholesale and then subprime and then, and then retail for about 17, 18 years. After that length of time, you kind of just get over dealing with all of the griping, all of the complaining and just everything changing. So probably about three years ago, I kind of hit my, my point to where I was just done dealing with it. But something that my father had always taught me, my father was former Marine. And one thing that he always taught me is you take care of your military and their family because they're protecting you. They're giving you the ability to have what you have. Mm-hmm. And we're not too far from the Colleen area where there's a huge military base here, one of the biggest, I think, in the country. And I did a loan for an on-site builder, and he actually called me about something that had nothing to do with a mortgage loan. But he was getting kind of screwed by his, his company, and I kind of walked him through how it wasn't right and what he needed to do. And yeah. after that, he left and he went with one of the biggest teams in Colleen. And he's like, look, y'all need to quit using this other lady. She's rude to our clients. She's this, she's that. You need to use my girl over there. And I'd only closed one loan with him. Keep in mind. And that's that one loan that he called me about. 
So it's not just about closing their loans. It's about being there to answer questions that have nothing to do with loans because this had absolutely zero to do with it. And now we're working with three or four of the biggest teams in this area. We're growing like wildfire. And, you know, I closed over 4 million. I want to say maybe one of them was out of this area, was not in this area. Everything else was in this area. And just my passion is reunited, helping veterans and their families get into their homes easily and without being taken advantage of. Yeah. So I would just comment to everybody watching this. This is the kind of transformation um, we all need to be renewed with, even on a daily basis. I think the business is a hard business. I, I, I particularly think it's hard as I look at the hundreds of thousands of loan officers that we've trained and, and how dysfunctional they are at the start as they approach the business. And some have dug in their heels and they haven't changed after 20 or 25 years. They're still not functional in the way they do the business. So they're not having fun. They're not having joy. And, you know, one of the things that we just uh, we just did when COVID hit is we recorded a brand new 16 hour video series mm-hmm. called Connect. And one of the one of the things you just brought up, Ashley, is the idea that what what business is really about is it's about connected relationships. It's about making sure that you understand that the best business partnerships go way beyond doing deals together. It it, it goes into really what do we have to experience with each other, and how can I you know how can I help you win. And that's what high trust coaching does. I mean, it's, it, it effectively sets up our coaching members to have the mindset of abundance for the people that you are serving, be them borrowers, be them real estate agents, you know, builders, whomever. And I think that's a transformative piece. There's no value in not having fun in this business and not doing it well with the people that you love. And I think you, I think you express that. Yep. And, and that's correct. You have to have passion and you have to have fun to be in this industry or you're just not, it's not about a paycheck. It yeah. can't be about a paycheck or you're never going to grow. Yeah. And you're never going to like it. So what, what would you, what would you point to that changed your passion that, that renewed either your why or why's and, and brought you back? Tell us that transition because that had to happen for you to be where you are today. It, it's just because I got out of the Austin market mainly um, because there was just too much building going on. Everybody was tied to a builder or this and that. And you either got their scrap leftovers that they couldn't close for six months. And Colleen is a very small area and it's a very small town and you have to do a lot to break in. And it, and it was hard to do, but it, it's just the passion of being able, knowing that I'm educating a veteran on to, how to better themselves, how to get them into a house that they never thought that they could do. And making sure that that they're that they know that they're taken care of at the end of the day, and it's just the passion that I know I can now help a veteran, somebody who gave me my freedom. I can help get them into a house. See and that that's is what renewed my passion. Yeah, that that's huge. That, I can see that be a, a being a, a jump starter for sure to realize that there's a, a connected state of being because you are tying relationship and what you do professionally. Um, to a greater cause, which is our freedom and our protection. And I think anybody watching this episode and, and all you have to do is watch the news for the last couple of months and you can just see the challenges this country has and you can see the the, the need to, to really connect purposefully around the things that matter most. I can't imagine a better way to do mortgages than to do them for men and women who fight for our freedom. That's gotta, that has got to fill your cup up every single day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love working with them. Yeah. So. 
So Hope, uh, talk as Ashley's coach, what are two or three of the things that you are most proud of what she's done as a coaching member? Because I think she just, I think Ashley, you just jumped into coaching kind of blind faith uh, yeah. last, was it last August? It was August. I went to your Atlanta, Georgia seminar. And, yeah, so we did and, a private and, high trust sales academy for CMG, mm -hmm. and you were there. Mm -hmm. And so let's let's just tell that story, Hope and Ashley, and take it anywhere you'd like for the next five or six minutes. You know, uh, Todd, I have to say that I've you know, in talking with from day one, Ashley was so committed, and she was committed because she a had a passion. She you know spoke about her passion. You know, Joseph Campbell always says, "Follow your passion," and you know, and and the doors will open up for you. And and that's exactly what happened for Ashley. So when she said to me, "This market is really tough to get break into," um, I don't know how I'm going to do it, and that type of thing. We just kept following the passion and staying focused on what she wanted to accomplish and who she wanted to serve, and that door opened up for her. Um, and I've never seen anybody more committed to learning, to growing to leadership, um, to all of those things, building relationships, you know, within her organization, building relationships outside her organization and her community. And most importantly, Todd, you know, just stepping out of her comfort zone, you know, just being willing to step out of her comfort zone and go and have those conversations and being willing to be, um, to, you know, to be rejected and all of those things. So I think that those are the things that really kind of keeps me looking forward to those calls with her because she's her willingness to learn and grow. Yeah. And, and so I think, um, you know, what I'm hearing in this is and, and it's really an important uh, concept for everybody to get. Um, there is a direct relationship between how successful we become as men and women and the amount of courage we actually have. And I was talking to somebody yesterday and um, and and he said, courage is bravery in the face of uncertainty. And I think what Ashley did is she trusted um, the uncertainty and then bolstered the courage and the bravery. And here we are now, you know, it's, it's perfect. Right. Except for the fact we just lost Ashley's picture. Are you still with us, Ashley? Yeah, I, I'm still here. Somebody called my phone and it blocked out the, the camera now. So, oh, all right. So, so courage is courage pushes out fear. Right. And, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, if you have courage, then you can make stuff happen. And we're talking about, um, just shy of a year since this transform transformation, Ashley, that you started going after with coaching and everything. So what are the, let's talk about, I think one of the things you, you said is you're not a big fan of the refi world. And, you know, I, I get that. And uh, particularly refis that are not connected to anybody you've ever done a loan for in the past. Anyway, you are, I think you, you, you told me on our pre-call that, um, you ended up with one agent that opened the door to everything you're experiencing today, which is all high trust selling, all circle cash flow. Talk about that story and, and what that did for you. I mean, this, this guy is a, is a young, it, he's a younger guy. He worked for a smaller builder and they, and they had some deals worked out to help these clients move out of their apartment and pay the lease and this and that. The builder agreed to it. And they came back afterwards and they were going to take it from my agent, from my on-site's commission. And I told them they can't do that to you. You know, if this is in a contract and they said that they're going to, to, to pay this, they can't in that contract, it doesn't say anything about them taking it from your commission. That's illegal. And so, the, and so then he went back to them and they paid him his money, you know, 
And so he eventually left. I didn't realize that he left the, the builder company because, you know, he, he's an onsite and, and this and that. But probably th- two or three months later, I knew he was in the area. Um, and I had a former client that needed to be referred out. I gave it to him. And, I, and you know, and, and he's not even a buyer's agent. He's a listing agent for the company that he's with. But he still kept talking about me, you know, to, to work with his company because he was because they do a lot of uh, buy sell from their own companies and whatnot. Right. And so that's why he wanted me on the buy side because he knew he wouldn't have to worry about anything. If, if I could read a contract correctly, then I could help buyer get into a home. And so because of that, the team name, they just they would say, oh, yeah, Ashley does this for us. So then more agents that I didn't even know were calling me. Yeah. You know, and it's all because I answered a question that had nothing to do with a, <laughs> with a buyer. It had to do with his own commission. Right. It saved him like thirty four hundred dollars. That's crazy. So, you know, that's that's awesome. Um, Ray, is there anything technologically that Ashley can do on her end to get her camera back live? Are you on a cell phone, Ashley? Yes, sir. Okay. So, Hope, do you want to just keep going or have Ashley sign out and re-click the link? We can do it this way if you want. Um, um, let's just keep going. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay. So, so I like this because now, now you, have, um, you have the connected referral partners that the rest of the industry right now, I think, has – they haven't intentionally turned their back on them, but um, not being present is disconnection by – you know, by that not being present, everybody's just swamped with refis, right? And so you're not you're not doing that. You've also, I think, um, really had a an awakening around um, how to build teams and, and how to deepen partnerships. So, um, hope. What's your observation of uh, Ashley and and the whole idea of, of scaling the business and getting to a point where you know she's going to be able to it looks like triple her volume from two years ago in the in the year that's coming. What what have you seen as a coach? And, and then Ashley, what have been some of the big lessons you've learned um, around building teams? Yeah. So we'll start with you, Hope. Okay. So, you know, one of the things that we do in master level is we, you know, we coach to building teams and leadership. And so obviously Ashley is at master level. So it was something we really invested ourselves in. And it became very, very clear that Ashley's highest and best opportunity for growth was being out and talking to people, not in the weeds, originating loans, packaging files, and that type of thing. So it became very clear that she needed to hire someone. And um, she hired, um, I think, one or two people. And every call was, hope this person's not learning. They're not getting it. Ashley is, you know, she is she is a perfectionist. And I, I had to keep reminding her, Ashley, how long did it take you to, to learn this business? You know, and, she, and so we had to keep pulling her off and pulling her back and in learning and, and, and teaching, becoming a teacher and, and, and that type of thing. And then also, you know, when it just wasn't working, you know, she, she had to be willing to walk away. And she did, you know, she, you know, she walked away and I think she walked away in, in a very good way. Um, she did finally hire someone um, that was a perfect fit. And it was taught, it was like night and day. You know, we had, this person had all of the skills that they needed to have, which is what we coached to, to make sure that we didn't hire someone just like us, but we had someone who was invested and had the skills um, that we needed in the back office. And and then, then, you know, obviously that has just accelerated. She's, I think that Ashley, I don't know how long your, um, your LOA has been with you, but it's been less than two months. Is that right? Correct. She started on May 11th. 
and she has just she's just ramped up incredibly 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 fast and Ashley is just grateful for her every single day. Yay. There she yeah. is. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's see. Okay, you're good. Is that working? Yay, yes. Okay, cool. So talk about you. I think you said you've awesome. kissed you've kissed some frogs and and you finally found the right. What are the hiring lessons you've learned? What are some of the lessons you've learned about team building in the last 10 to 11 months since HTSA? I mean, it, it's, it, 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 in Austin, it's one thing because it's such a big town. In Colleen, it's another thing because it's a very small town. So with this area, I went more like, I wanted one of my agents to refer me somebody because then they would have worked with them before more than likely. And they would know how they would work and how they would do in this industry. And they referred me, one of the big companies was kind of downsizing and they referred Marisol to me. And, you know, she doesn't have a whole lot of background in mortgages at all, but she knew uh, property management and she knew about de being detail oriented and, and timelines and this and that. And so all I had to do, you can teach the mortgage industry. You can't teach, uh, you can't, you can't teach, you know, sense of urgency, you know, and customers, you can't teach that stuff. So she came with the stuff that I didn't need to teach, you know, if that makes sense. Well, I, I think it does. And I think there's two problems that we see in the industry. Um, one is that the biggest mistake LOs make is they try to hire an extension of themselves, right? They, they try to, to hire their, their clone. And that's actually not what we need, right? We don't need somebody like you because the reason you're trying to find somebody to help you out is because you have weaknesses and you have... Um, exactly. character flaws in terms of how you do the business that just, it's like, I'm not detail oriented. And so I, I, you know, I can't just, um, try to be detail oriented. I'm much smarter off having somebody on my team that is detail oriented. You can't train drive, you can't trick, you can't train, um, urgency. You can't train work ethic. You can't train any of the, those internal things. And I think far too often people, <clears throat> end up hiring somebody and they realize that what they were, what they were hoping to get and what they got were more the inside things missing than any experience they've had on the outside. And I think you made a great point that you can teach the mortgage industry. You can't teach the intrinsic skills that are necessary for success. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of what I learned with my last one. She didn't care to learn the industry. She didn't care to have a, a sense of urgency, nothing, you know, and it just, it killed my industry and my business because I was having to go back and recheck everything she did because I couldn't trust her to do anything. So that's it was doing huge. double the work. That's huge. That's huge. You know, and, and I'll say one thing uh, to, to anybody wishing to build teams and, and hope, um, you know, we, our master level coaching is about team building. It's about helping you expand the size of your team. The, the idea behind um, hiring people that are at, at level 10 and, and holding out, for the right person to the best that you can yes. is one of the smartest moves that any practitioner can make. You know, if we, if we hire people um, on the whim, if we hire too fast, if we don't do deep enough interviews, if we don't have, you know, somebody else on the team validate or your coach or, or whatever, there's so much time spent trying to undo what we shouldn't have done in the first place. And you end up then with these peaks and valleys that are hard to, hard to really get through, let alone thrive through, right? And so the, the key to team building is 
And we've all learned these lessons. I've lost people I, I wish I hadn't lost. And <clears throat> I've kept people I probably shouldn't have kept. And, and I think we, we all, all learn the mistakes. But the idea of, of balancing out what you're not gifted at, the key, to, the key to delegation is what am I not naturally gifted at that I need to be surrounded by people that have that gift. Because if it's about giftedness, then you don't have to overmanage the team. You don't have to overpower them. You don't have to micromanage the team. You get to let the team flourish because they're the right, they're the right people. What do you see happening now that you have the right LOA over the next, you know, two to three months as we head into, you know, the end of Q3, given the fact now that you have all this volume without an LOA and now you have one, what do you expect to have happen? What I'm hoping is going to happen is we're working hard getting licensed. That way, every every week or so, I can give her something new to do to start taking over, whether it's running fees, you know, um, going over CDs. Like right now, I'm, I'm teaching her how to go over closing disclosure so she can start explaining those to clients whenever they have questions on those. So I'm really just hoping that because she seems to be a perfectionist like me and somehow we still get along. Um, and uh, it's just nice that I've already built the confidence with her that I can see myself once she's licensed to start giving more of the, you know, talking about rates, talking about fees to clients and doing more of the behind the scenes stuff that only loan officers can do you know, because of our licensing. Um, that way I can get out and do more marketing, you know, because of, you know, everything that we've done, we've brought in a new builder account. You know, we brought on like two or three new real estate agents just in the last time that, that Marisol has started because they like our updates. They like that we answer our phones and communicate with everybody. Yeah, that's cool. What say you hope? Well, you know, and I think that's, you know, that's what Ashley was just saying was very important is that, you know, we, we, one of the other things we did at master levels, when she, we hired Marisol, we had, we did a joint call with, um, I did a joint call with Ashley and with Marisol just to give her perspective of what our goals are, what we're looking to accomplish. And she got off the call and she was very sweet, but she was like, you know, this is intimidating. You talk to Hope. I don't want to talk to Hope anymore. Um, but it was, but it was a great, it was a great perspective for her. And I got a chance to get to know her a little bit. And um, she is very committed to be, you know, to, to becoming very good at it. She's committed to getting her license. You know, I mean, you know, I see that Teresa Dad is on the call. And one of the things that Teresa's always done is that she's hired the right people. You know, she's hired the right people and then she's brought them up and with, you know, with the right heart, the right intention, the right passion. Yeah. And, and then she taught them, you know, she taught them the mortgage business. And these people have been with her for years and years. And I kind of see that for Ashley as well. Like just uh, to, to, to Teresa's credit, decades. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hire the right people. And, and, and I think it's interesting because um, the, the idea of if, if teams don't learn together, Mm-hmm. They can't grow together. And, you know, we're 70 days out from um, Sales Mastery Live Digital this year. And we have at least seven sessions that we've designed as breakouts at Sales Mastery for ops teams. And so that LOs can actually plug their assistants into the Sales Mastery experience and learn. Because if a team learns together, a team grows together. And if a team grows together, then a team succeeds together. And so mm-hmm. it, it's very cool to have everybody kind of think this way. And to your point, Hope, there's no downside to slowing the hiring process down and mm-hmm. making sure as best as possible, you absolutely have 
the right person. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it's so true. And I'm so glad, Todd, that we we're doing this with Sales Mastery. I, you know, we've always had the door open for our ops teams to come to Sales Mastery. But with the fact that we're doing this um, and opening that door for all of operations, I think that that is going to be an incredible lift for them to have that perspective yeah. um, as, as an organization. I yeah. think it's going to be just amazing. It'll be fun. So, Ashley, a couple mistakes that you have made that you can share uh, since you came to HTSA and or a couple of the ahas when you were at the Hydro Sales Academy in Atlanta just not even a year ago, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, um, what, were, what, what, what were a couple of your big lessons learned in the last, what would essentially be the last 11 months? Probably that you can't expect results to happen overnight. You know, you have to give it time, you know, because a couple of things and, and I and obviously my mind is blank, but there were some things that you went over during our our, um, our Georgia trip that I was already doing, but I wasn't consistent at it, you know, um, and you can't ex with some of these marketing material marketing strategies, you have to give it six to nine months, you know, and on top of that, you know, you have to cater it towards your your area. You know, because what might happen, what might work in California isn't going to work in my area of Colleen, you know, and one thing I know that I got away from because we had access to all of this Internet stuff was not meeting with clients face to face. You know, um, we all got away from that. I think a lot of us got away from that. And you in your sales mastery class said we need to be spending time with our clients. You know, we need to have them meet with us. I can't I probably had more people in my office in the last six months than I did in the last two years combined. Wow. because it's letting me get to know my clients better. It's letting them get to know me better. Then for lack of a better word, they might feel guilty for even ditching me because I've spent so much time with them, you know? Um, and so it's about, it's not all about interest rate. It's not all about fees. It's about the connection that you make with your client because, and I always, I've always told people, I will never be the cheapest one out there, but if your loan is going to close on time as easy as possible, it's going to be me. And you can't, you can't, be always be the cheapest, you know? I, I think there's a direct correlation, particularly in, you know, the announcements like in the last four days, you know, interest rates hit now and not another all time low. There's a proclivity, I think, for the the buying industry, home buyers and, and homeowners to to think it's always going to be about rate. And there's certainly nothing wrong with trying to get the best rate you can possibly get. But what people miss is they miss the connection piece. The deeper the emotional connection and the more a client knows you have their back, the less the eighth or quarter or maybe even three eighths matters. And um, I love that line. It reminded me of one of the things I used to say as a loan officer is we're not the cheapest, but I'd like to think we're the best. You know, and, and so you, you start to just think that way and it's it's super important, yeah. I've lost her. You get what you pay for. We lost your audio. Now we lost her, period. Okay. Okay. All right. So Hope, um, let's see if she jumps back on. But what's, okay. what's, been, what's been your greatest joy as Ashley's coach? I mean, why, why do you do what you do? And what did you, what have you seen? And how have you benefited by having Ashley as your coaching client? You know, I think that the greatest joy is is her willingness to, to listen. I mean, some of our conversations, Todd, have not been easy. 
you know, when um, when when she was, um, you know, at odds with a, a manager or when she was at odds with the, the former LOA, um, you know, some of those conversations were, were not were not easy to have and um, shifting her perception and her willingness to, to listen and to just hear it out and to ask her the questions. And, you, and in coaching, you do that by asking questions. Is that true? Is that real? And um, her openness and willingness, you know, kind of shifted her perspective in 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 a, in, in the in the time of one call, um, and you know, and it just redirected her, you know, her entire direction. So I think that that's been the biggest joy in working with her is her willingness to grow and her willingness to learn and listen and and listen and make make a, a change even when she's so committed to a certain way of doing things. Yeah. Or, or so committed to you know, her beliefs or whatever that is to, be, to at least consider a different perspective. Yeah. Um, I think that um, as, as we as we think about what Ashley said, she was talking about, you know, consistency. And I think excuse me, I think consistency is where almost every business um, practitioner can upgrade their game. Mm -hmm. It's to, to Ashley, your point, And thanks for coming back on. It's it's not. It's not what you learn. It's how well do you execute it yes. and how consistently do you execute it? And when we talk about rhythm and we talk about um, habits and we think about um, the fact that the, that the biggest habits can take over 260 days to become an, an actual habit, nobody could, could validate an argument that consistency isn't the most important thing with the exception of competency. Because there is a relationship between competency and consistency. If I'm not competent at something, then I am not going to be consistent at doing it. So right. the better I get at business, the better business gets for me. But that's the consistency piece. So really exciting stuff. So Ashley, take us take us uh, to the the vision for the the balance of the year. We're you know July sixth or seventh right now. And uh, what do you what do you see happening? What are your top two or three things you want to tick off? between now and the end of the year? Um, one thing that Hope and I talked about, I want to get better at the um, high trust interview. Yeah. I want to make it more conversational, whether it be with you know, a builder, a realtor, whatever. I need to sit down and I need to practice those things. Um, Marisol and I are going to actually sit down and start doing like the role playing yeah. you know, and this and that. And that's something that's getting me out of my comfort zone too. Um, and I, I want to get better at one thing I keep saying I'm going to do my company is fantastic with marketing. I can't say enough about CMG and how much they take care of and support their loan officers, but I want to make more personalized things. And I keep saying, I'm going to do videos for home, home anniversaries, birthdays, and this and that. And we already send those out, but it would be better if I was doing it myself. And so that's one thing that Marisol and I need to time block. Cause that's another thing I need to work on is my time blocking. I know that. Um, and just get better at, at recording those because that's the one thing I think keeps us in our client's mind is that we're not just relying on our system to send stuff. We're doing it ourselves. Cause like one thing we have in Texas is a homestead exemption. Yeah. So what we're doing every, at the end of every year, starting November, we send cause you can only follow it between January and April starting November. We start sending all of our, all of our owner occupied purchases a notice to, Hey, follow your homestead, follow your homestead. Here's what you need to do. You know, just so we have a reason to reach out to our clients for, you know, four or five months monthly, you know? Um, and so I just want to get more connected with doing my own marketing too, because again, CMG is fantastic, 
that I need to get in the habit of, of reaching out to my people too and making it more personalized. So, and I would encourage everybody to take Ashley's um, kind of her desired end result here because there's there is nothing better than the personal touch. And I think we've over automated relationships. And, and, and I think that there's so much digital noise that it kind of gets in the way of the connected relationship. And so, um, you know, a best practice, uh, I believe, for the, the local lender to dominate the way that they build their business is to have a more consistent, rigorous discipline around connection, which can be face-to-face uh, on Zoom or face-to-face on FaceTime or, you know, anything like that. And it can also be just the personal calls. I mean, I got a, I got a list today and uh, it's in front of me and uh, uh, this is my, this is my call list today. And uh, these are all the people I have to call to, let's say how to do this, all the people I have to call today. And, uh, you know, and I'm making personal connection. I do it every single day. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if, if there's no calls being made, there's no connection being made. And if there's no connection being made, there's no business being made. So it's a great and, lesson. And one trick that I, or one thing that you taught me or taught us is doing the video text messages. Like after you call somebody, if they don't answer, follow up with a video message. I've gotten away from doing that. I really have. And that's something I need to start implementing again. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can honestly say I get more responses from people now that are missing my phone calls when I followed up with them with a video text, you know? And so I'm even thinking about implementing that with, because I'm all about cross-selling and reaching out to listing agents and this and that, maybe even do a video message with them, introducing myself, not calling them maybe, but introducing myself to them so that they know who they're dealing with too. Yeah. Video, video rules. And um, I'll tell you a quick story. I was going back and forth for about three months with a, uh, a, a decision maker, CEO in the mortgage business. And we were just missing each other. And it was text, 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 text. Mm-hmm. So one day I just decided to do a bomb bomb video. And I, I sent him a quick video embedded it in an email. And it wasn't two minutes after I hit send that my phone rang and he had replied. And I believe it was the video message because because we're friends enough where texting works. Right. But we were we weren't connecting. And I send a video and boom. And now, you know, now we're at the next level that we wanted to go to. So that that alone right there is huge advice. You've got to stay got to stay connected. So actually, thanks so much for your time. I know we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but uh, I'll give you each about 60 seconds to share your final thought. Hope let's start with you and then we'll go to Ashley and then I'll, I'll wrap. So I, I think my final thought is, you know, commitment and execution. People ask me whenever I'm talking to someone new about, you know, why, what is coaching? What is coaching? What, how does it work? And they'll say, you know, what is the most, this key to success? And I have to say the key to success in coaching is commitment and execution. You've already talked about that, Todd, but I just want to reiterate that is commitment, you know, commitment to growth and, and execution. Those are the two things. Yeah. And they're certainly working to fund uh, fund 20 loans, almost 20 loans, 19 loans in, in a month, Ashley. Is, yeah. Is kudos. Yeah, good job. So what's your final thought you'd like to leave everybody with? Just remember, you know, some of us have been doing this for a year, some maybe 15 or 20. You, ha- But if you've lost your passion, you have to find that again because, you know, you're not it, it's going to turn into a paycheck one of these days. It's going to turn into a chore one of these days. But if you can find a way to connect with your clients, your clients are going to feel that. And they're going to gravitate towards you because they know that you actually care. You're not just another transaction. You're not just another mortgage loan. You're helping them accomplish a dream. Whether it's their first home or their fifth home, it's a dream. And we need to play a more personal part in that. 
That man, that is a drop the mic kind of deal right there. It's yeah. such a powerful lesson. So Ashley, thanks so much and uh, kudos to you and CMG and all the good stuff you're doing together and uh, hope thanks for making a difference in Ashley's life. And uh, as is always the case, thanks everybody for joining Coffee with Todd. We do these specifically uh, to give you ideas and showcase students that have really bought into the high trust methodology. And man, I think hiring the right people, understanding the power of one great relationship, that realtor that opened the doors to everything, and then making sure that you stay consistent. Those are three takeaways for me. So guys, have a great day, be productive, and uh, we'll see you on the next edition of Coffee with Todd. Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am super excited about Sales Mastery 2020, the live digital experience. This is the first time in the 28 year history of Sales Mastery that we've actually gone entirely digital, responding to the market, and we're gonna be broadcasting the event live. What does this mean for you? Well, first of all, front row access. Yes, front row access to the longest running event and most extensive training event in the industry bar none and 30 days of access to every session after the event has concluded. No airfare, no hotel reservations, no extra expenses, just cutting edge content from world-class speakers, trainers, and industry experts delivered straight to you in the comfort of your own office or home. Click the link in the show notes and check out the speakers, panels, and agenda over 10,000 attendees have already registered. Secure your spot today.